Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 7 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. Infant shot dead in southeast Wichita. We have the story. KHP is investigating a fatal accident involving a Wichita police vehicle. I'm Dan O'Neill. Haley and Trump square off in South Carolina primary. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. We have a clear sky and cool across south-central Kansas this morning, but temperatures are ready to really warm up here this afternoon. How warm do we get? Our complete forecast is coming up. A three-month-old baby died. Two women critically injured as a result of a shooting in southeast Wichita last night. This was in the 2500 block of South Oliver. Officers found three shooting victims, two 24-year-old women and a three-month-old boy. They were taken to a local hospital in critical condition. The baby boy later died. Police Chief Joe Sullivan says someone walked up to the house and just started shooting. Once again, somebody wanted a permanent solution to what I'm sure is a temporary problem. I guarantee you this will all be over something stupid. Sullivan says this was not a random act. He says someone will be apprehended. The Republican primary in South Carolina is Saturday. Nikki Haley will be in the state today delivering a speech. Her campaign is calling it a state of the race address and will take place at noon at the Clemson University at Greenville 1 Fifth Floor Auditorium. Former President Trump is also expected to be in the state today and continues to lead Haley in the polls by a wide margin. Over the weekend at a Fox Town Hall, Haley would not say if she would support Donald Trump if he wins the GOP primary. Meanwhile, Haley's backers are pouring money into states that hold early March-nominating contests in a bid to keep her candidacy alive. Ted Lindner, Fox News. A man is dead after being hit by a police department patrol car Saturday evening in South Wichita. According to the Kansas Highway Patrol, investigators say 51-year-old Jeffrey Moss was crossing the street when he was struck by a patrol car and died of his injuries. They're still gathering video evidence and talking with neighbors. Once all of the information is gathered, the KHP will present the case to the Sedgwick County District Attorney's Office, which will then review it. Officials caution that the process may take up to six months in order to release an investigation report. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News. Today, the final day, you can register to vote for next month's Kansas presidential primary. It's also the deadline to apply for an advance ballot or to change your party affiliation. 
However, Sedgwick County Election Commissioner Laura Rainwater says some voters can still change their affiliation on Election Day. Only the Democrats and the Republicans that will be voting in this election. Now, if you're unaffiliated, you can declare a party on Election Day and receive that party's ballot. Now, if you're a registered libertarian or part of the No Labels Party, you will not be able to vote in this election unless you switch parties by today's deadline, and that'll be for the March 19th election. President Biden says it's shocking that House Republicans won't pass more military aid for Ukraine. The president says Republicans are walking away from the threat of Russia and walking away from NATO. They're making a big mistake not responding. President Biden told reporters near Marine One he's happy to speak with House Speaker Mike Johnson about the issue. If he has anything to say, a Senate-passed bill approved more than $60 billion in weapons and equipment for Ukraine, but has stalled in the House where Republicans are pushing for tougher border and immigration provisions. Congress is not scheduled to return to session until February 28th, just ahead of a March 1st deadline to prevent a partial government shutdown. Jared Halpern, Fox News. U.S. Senator Dr. Roger Marshall agrees with his fellow Republicans when it comes to funding for Ukraine that the U.S. needs to spend money on securing the southern border first. For 70 years, we've led the charge over there. Uh, again, I just keep coming back to let's secure our own border. Let's take care of our own home first. Uh, we've helped them to the tune of $113 billion. Uh, we need the folks in Europe to step up and do their job as well. Marshall commented during the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. KNSS News Time now, 7.04, four minutes past 7 o'clock. Men's basketball, Kansas State trying to get a road win last night. We'll hear from Coach Tang coming up in sports. Two of America's best-known credit card companies are set to become one. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. The KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted, 7.08, 8 minutes past 7 o'clock. Court records show that a man who died after fatally shooting two police officers and a firefighter in a wooded suburban Minneapolis neighborhood wasn't legally allowed to have guns. He also was entangled in a years-long dispute over the custody and financial support of his three oldest children. Authorities Monday identified 38-year-old Shannon Gooden, as the man who opened fire on police in the affluent suburb of Burnsville after they responded to a domestic disturbance call early Sunday. A Russian pilot who defected to Ukraine with his helicopter has been found shot dead. According to a Russian spy chief, Maxim Kuzminov was a moral corpse the moment he switched sides. The pilot's body reportedly discovered riddled with bullets in an underground garage in southern Spain. Kuzminov's defection was hailed as a coup for Ukraine when he landed there last August. He'd since been living in Spain under a false name. Spain's state news agency identified the body as Kuzminov's. A newspaper there says investigators are looking for two suspects who fled in a vehicle later discovered burnt out. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Two of America's best-known credit card companies are set to become one. Capital One announced Monday that it is acquiring Discover in an all-stock deal worth $35.3 billion. Discover shareholders will get just over one share of Capital One stock for each Discover share they already own. Capital One shareholders will own about 60% of the combined company and Discover shareholders the remaining 40%. The transaction is expected to close either late this year or early in 2025, 
depending on regulatory and shareholder approval. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. If you want to get a really good look at the next total solar eclipse coming up in April, it appears Delta is ready when you are. Delta Airlines is offering a special flight on April 8th from Austin, Texas to Detroit. If you're on flight 1218, it will give passengers a premium view of the eclipse through the plane's extra-large windows. The only thing Delta asks for, other than payment for the ticket, is that you bring protective sunglasses. It's still not a good idea to view a total solar eclipse with a naked eye. If you can't get on the April 8th Austin flight, five other flights, one out of Detroit and two each from L.A. and Salt Lake City, will offer views on that day. By the way, the next total solar eclipse over North America, 2044. Grinnell Scott, Fox News. KNSS News Time now, 7 11, 11 minutes past 7 o'clock. Some heavy traffic right now, uh, looking especially eastbound K96, and it is between I 135 and Hillside. Uh, that's the area that we're talking about. We've also got the report of a grass fire pretty close to uh, Lincoln and Rock Road. So the report of a grass fire there. Uh, crews kind of just being sent there to check on that. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers. Now the KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronell Williams. Good morning, Ronell. Hey, good morning, Steve and Ted. How you guys doing? Doing well. Seeing some, seeing some uh, video on, on, uh, on your channel from NBC out in California. Well, they've got some real flooding going on out there, nasty stuff going on. Yes, and you know what? Honestly, some of that moisture we could use, uh, it, that's just the way the atmosphere works. Uh, when it comes to the faucet getting turned on, and sometimes it just doesn't turn back off. Now, as far as us needing some moisture out into uh, this part of the country, I, I just want to mention real quick, I, I, I don't want to forget this, I want to just touch on it real quick. The way Jad mentioned that, that current grass fire, that may be a growing concern that you're going to hear us talk about a little bit more, especially over the coming weeks. Uh, we're now into late February. Before you know it, it's going to be March. Uh, we have some warm days ahead. We have some windy days ahead as well. Warmth and wind, uh, typically this time of year as we head into spring, definitely not a good thing when it comes to fire concerns. So we don't have any fire weather alerts that have been issued, but I do just see that being a growing issue that we'll need to uh, keep an eye on due to the, the warm, windy conditions that we're expecting. Now, getting into that forecast, mostly sunny skies today. At least temperatures are going to be pretty nice, very much like spring out there. 70 degrees for a high today with that southerly breeze at 10 to 20 miles an hour. It's not going to be too gusty out there, though. We'll turn partly cloudy tonight. While staying mainly dry, shouldn't be too chilly early tomorrow morning, about 24 hours from now, uh, starting off our Wednesday, only at 40 degrees. Uh, under a partly cloudy sky, we'll jump back up to a high of 72. We're not going to break any records or anything like that, but it is going to be unseasonably warm out there. Next system swings through during our Wednesday evening, heading into Thursday morning, leading to a 20% chance of showers and storms. And actually, just outside of Wichita, just off to our east into Elk, Chautauqua, uh, parts of Butler, Cowley counties, there's actually an isolated severe storm risk. So this is going to be Wednesday night where there could be uh, a rumble of thunder nearby. 
that we'll need to watch out for as far as that potential of having a thunderstorm or two. Maybe a few leftover raindrops into Thursday morning, but it does look like things should trend drier after that. A little bit cooler, but 63 degrees, still very pleasant for this time of year for our Thursday afternoon. 64 on Friday, back into the upper 60s on Saturday, and then back into the 70s come Sunday. Now, early next week, 73 degrees Monday, 73 Tuesday, windy, warm days. This is where we'll likely be talking about these fire concerns here a little bit more, especially about a week from now. Right now, we're at 29 degrees, mainly clear to partly cloudy skies. Winds are calm, at least for the moment. That breeze is going to gradually pick back up here by midday as we head into the afternoon, though. All right. Thank you, uh, Ronnell. Appreciate it. The uh, KSN Storm Tracker 3 forecast with Kansas Today meteorologist Ronnell Williams. And you are listening to Steve and Ted in the Morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. High temperature in Wichita yesterday, 56 degrees. Normal high is 50. And it was on this date, February 20th in 1953, a snowstorm that walloped Nebraska, South Dakota, Iowa, and Minnesota produced drifts as high as 10 feet that derailed trains. That was quite a storm. February 20th, Ted, on this date in 1905, the U.S. Supreme Court in Jack, uh, Jacobson versus Massachusetts upheld 7-2 compulsory vaccination laws intended to promote the public's health. That was a big controversy. Sure, yeah. Well, COVID. we don't have to look back more than three years ago to see that becoming a huge issue again huge in this issue. country. Yeah. Birthdays today. I found one that's kind of interesting. Cindy Crawford's having a birthday. She's 58 years old. 58. Yeah. All I could find out is, uh, of course, she's a model, well-known model. Oh, she's 5 feet 10. And she's worth about 225 million bucks. Statuesque and rich. Statuesque and rich. Just a kind of uh, woman that many of us can't find. <laughs> how about uh, household chores? I know you and Jad are, are bachelors and you take care of your own. And I help out around my house as much as I can. But what are they worth if somebody were to pay somebody to do them? You're talking about cooking, cleaning, driving kids to school, which you don't do, but making sure that they get to practice, shopping for groceries, and so on. It's very. What's it worth? You worth should, a ton is what it's worth. Well, certainly ask people to, to put a price on all those chores they do, both around the house and out running errands. Of course, they're putting the price on what they do, so they're going to inflate it a little bit. But the average person says they value uh, they value it at about $134 a day. And that would be almost... Uh, I feel that's low. Yeah, that's... that's well, it's really low. It's $2,000. About $2,000 for a two-week period because you do not stop on the weekends. Right, you still have to work weekends. It'd be about almost fifty k a year, fifty thousand. So, yeah, you think it's a little light? I still huh? feel that's really low for yeah. all for all that you're doing. Yeah. There you go. You're paying someone to do all those things. See, you would price your yours a little higher than the average. Then, probably about. No, I feel like the average is low. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You would price it higher. Okay. Yeah, 134 a day. Well. A guy, and you've got a good story here out of Nebraska, where a guy was cleaning out his glove box and found an uns- old, unscratched lottery ticket for a game called Trucks and Bucks. Okay. And he won the grand prize, a new Ford F-150 pickup. He'd been driving around with a ticket for three months mm-hmm. in the glove box, or for several months, it says. They also took care of the taxes, so the full thing was valued at $81,000. There's a happy story out of Nebraska. Winner, winner. The guy won big time. All right, 717, Stephen Ted of the Morning here on KNSS. And it is 
Time for sports on this Tuesday morning with Ted Woodward. Ted. Yeah, men's basketball last night, ESPN Big Monday. Kansas State on the road in Texas taking on the Longhorns in Austin. 11,000 fans were on hand for that one. Last regular season meeting between these two. Of course, Texas is leaving the Big 12 to join the SEC next season. A tough go for the Wildcats on this night, though. Uh, Texas wins at 62-56. Three straight losses for the Wildcats. 13 turnovers, 14 missed three-pointers, only shot 36% from the field. You heard the game last night on 97.5 and 1240 KFH, the play-by-play voice of the Wildcats, Wyatt Thompson. Spoke after the game with head coach Jerome Tang. I think it's pretty obvious to say, coach, that both of these teams defended at a pretty high level tonight. They were just this much better than K-State offensively. And, I mean, it just kind of comes down to that. You, you say it all the time. It helps when you put that ball in the basket, and it was hard to do that tonight. Yeah, yeah, you know, if you, we got we got to make a few more shots. Uh, the, the, it's the lulls, and mm-hmm. whether it was the first half, this time it was the second half, where we probably went about six minutes or so, a quarter, a, about across two medias that we didn't get good looks. K-State has lost six straight road games. Of course, last week we had the tragic events in Kansas City after the Chiefs' celebratory pep rally of a fatal shooting. The Kelsey brothers coming out and speaking about the KC shooting on the New Heights podcast. After the tragic events of the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City, um, it didn't feel right without you guys hearing from us first. We just want to say, you know, our hearts go out to all of the victims, their families, Chiefs Kingdom, and really all of Kansas City uh, that was really there on a day to try and celebrate the community. And um, it's unfortunate and and deeply tragic, the events that occurred. Um, so, you know, we also want to thank the local law enforcement that sprang into action, the first responders on scene. Um, and anybody that's uh, uh, been willing to help uh, those affected by this tragedy. Pro basketball in the NBA yesterday, the Brooklyn Nets have fired their head coach, former Kansas Jayhawk, 49-year-old Jacques Vaughn, out as head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets announced Monday that the team has relieved head coach Jacques Vaughn of his duties and that an interim coach will be named in the future. With a record of 21 wins and 33 losses, the Nets are 11th place in the Eastern Conference standings. The team hopes that by replacing Jacques Vaughn, it can become a playoff team. Nets general manager Sean Marks stated, This was an incredibly difficult decision, but we feel it is in the best interest of the team going forward. Over parts of three seasons as head coach, Vaughn posted a winning record of 71-68. and The Nets' next game is Thursday, when the NBA will come out of the All-Star break. Jared Max, Fox News. And in the National Hockey League last night, the Toronto Maple Leafs went on the road in St. Louis, beat the Blues 4-2. Playing center for the Maple Leafs, former Wichita Thunder player Bobby McMahon had a goal, an empty net goal late in the game to clinch it for the Maple Leafs. Toronto was on a four-game winning streak. They're in third place in the Atlantic Division. Former Thunder player Bobby McMahon helping the Toronto Maple Leafs to get another win. He got another puck into the net. That's sports with Stephen Ted. Brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. You need to switch your dog food to the Farmer's Dog. The effects can feel magical. There's no sorcery. It's just real food made for dogs. The Farmer's Dog. In fact, I'm thinking about getting a dog so I can buy some of that. I, you, what, might as well. Got a great idea. 721 now. Keep it here for house call for health. Hospitals are shutting down due to lack of money. That's coming up. Stephen 10 in the morning here on KNSS.
This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Good morning, Steve McIntosh, Ted Woodward, 7.30 and 31 degrees. A three-month-old boy has died, two women critically injured as the result of a shooting in southeast Wichita last night in the 2500 block of South Oliver. Officers found three shooting victims, two 24-year-old women and a three-month-old boy. They were taken to a local hospital in critical condition. The boy died. Police Chief Joe Sullivan saying this was not a random act. Somebody just walked over to the house and started shooting. Sullivan says someone will be apprehended. The Biden administration reportedly taking its goal of a temporary ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas war to the United Nations Security Council as early as today. Reuters reports that it has seen the proposed draft U.N. resolution. It would in part call for a temporary ceasefire and would call on Israel to not go into Rafah in the Gaza Strip, where many Palestinian refugees have fled. Pushback from Richard Goldberg, a former NSC official in the Trump White House. He tells Fox News Digital the U.S. should be vetoing pro-Hamas resolutions, not proposing them. Gary Baumgarten, Fox News. A new Kansas Secretary of Transportation was sworn in Monday. Calvin Reed has been with KDOT for over 15 years, including previously serving as the Director of Engineering and Design Division and Bureau Chief of the Structures and Geotechnical Services Division. We are you know, one of the agencies that I can say impact every Kansan every day. And so you know, being able to have that impact and really grow the capacity to continue to help Kansans and communities grow. Reed took over as acting secretary in December after the resignation of KDOT Secretary Julie Lorenz. Wichita Mayor Lily Wu tells KNSS News the city is holding a town hall on homelessness tomorrow from 5.30 to 7 p.m. at the Advanced Learning Center downtown. I hope that community comes out, tells us their ideas, tells us um, your feedback and thoughts on how to help us solve some of um, the issues regarding homelessness. Wu commented during Mondays with the mayor on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS. Residents of sanctuary cities like New York City are becoming outraged over the resources being used for migrants. The migrant crisis continues to grow here in New York City, but Mayor Eric Adams says the city is running out of room and resources are stretched thin. But furious Harlem residents demanded a halt on plans to convert an apartment building into migrant housing when local residents said they need that themselves. This luxury apartment complex was almost home to dozens of migrants, but after that fierce pushback, Mayor Eric Adams has reversed course, saying homes in Harlem should be for Harlem residents. The facility will now be used to house homeless New Yorkers. Fox's Jackie Ibanez reporting. Let's take a look at the forecast now with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Mostly clear and cool here across south-central Kansas. It'll be sunny and breezy throughout much of today. Our high temperature is 69. Tonight becomes partly cloudy. Our low between 40 and 45. Then sunshine and dry on Wednesday with a high 71, turning a bit cooler by Thursday. I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. Now partly cloudy, calm, no wind, 31 degrees at Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7. And 1330 KNSS. Coming up on 733 now here on this uh, Tuesday morning. And it's time for our weekly visit with Sedgwick County Commission Chair Ryan Beatty. Good morning, Ryan. Hey, good morning, Steve. Ted, good to be with you both. Hey, how was President's Day? Did you did you celebrate by putting on a, a stovepipe hat and a beard or anything? 
not, not exactly. It was, uh, you know, Sedgwick County government was, it was closed for the day in regards to the offices. And that allowed me to catch up a little bit on some work. It's been, we've been fast and furious here for the last, well, the, really the, the turn of the year. And, and uh, so yesterday I was still in the office, but allowed me really to follow up on some emails and then. We catch up on some long-awaited work. You're talking about working for the county. Are you? Do you main, uh, retain your your uh, work in the private uh, in the private world? It says while you do the county, Ryan. Yeah, I do. Um, so a lot of the companies. I'm a small business owner and been an entrepreneur for the better part of 20 years now. And so a lot of the equity positions that I hold and several businesses, I still have those positions. Now I'm obviously not able to operate uh, and, and be involved in the operations of the companies as much as I once was, and, uh, but strategically and, 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 and those pursuits, I'm, I'm very much still involved strategically, but I've got great staff. That's one of the things I've been able to do in this community and across the state is, is, is build teams and systems that, uh, that, that produce, uh, produce good fruit. And, um, and I'm grateful for all the staff, but I'm, my sole focus is on county government right now and the issues of Sedgwick County and the companies are handling themselves just fine. You know, today is, uh, coincidentally, today is National Leadership Day. And uh, you've you've taken over a position of leadership, obviously. What, in your estimation, Ryan? What what makes a good leader? What what are the qualities that we would look for in a good leader? Well, there's a lot of different things. That's an interesting question. I I, I will tell you the obvious statement now is that I think uh, not just in our community and state and nation, but in the world that we need leadership. There's a vacuum of leadership that's needed. And what leaders do is they they create vision. Um, what leaders do is. Uh, is they operate in ways where they can unify people to move them towards a strategic vision and move them towards a destination. That's what great leaders do. There's good leaders and bad leaders, but the good ones know how to paint a vision and they know how to rally the troops in order to move us towards a, a vision. The other things they do that good leaders that I've been around is, is they have a, a sense of, of uh, conviction, uh, conviction in, in where we're heading as, uh, as an organization, or as a community. There's a level of empathy. There's an understanding of people and, we have IQ, you know, and we can teach things where people have a, a level of IQ with book knowledge. But there's also something called EQ where they just understand people and they know how to deal with people. And some of the greatest leaders I've ever been around and, and a leader that I aspire to be one day is someone that has great EQ. They understand how to deal with people, how to move people, how to rally people. And, and that's the leader I aspire to be. All right. Uh, so you've got a meeting or do you have a meeting? You don't have a meeting tomorrow, or do you have a meeting tomorrow? Oh, we do. We've got okay. a big one. We've got to pack a lunch. It's a big meeting. There's oh. several things on there, and we've got a couple zoning applications and a purchase agreement for a new elections office. Listen, there's a lot going on in this community. Um, there's there's a lot of hope, but there's a lot of challenges. I, I woke to the news, and I just heard previously on your broadcast about the news of yet another senseless murder and a three-year-old baby that lost life. I, my wife and I have a five-month-old baby. Um, so that um, it's a little different uh, when you hear that. Yeah, and, uh, it, it has an you impact. To think about, yeah, it has an impact. But yeah. you begin to think about where society is today and how we simply just don't value life in many regards. And I don't know what the answer is to these violent crimes that are taking place. But I do know that as a society, we we can't stand for things like this, and we have to people have to be held accountable. But we've got to value life uh, in, in in this community and beyond. And uh, yet again, we wake up today in another senseless, violent crime and another loss of life and an innocent life, and it's, uh, it's really hard to stomach. All right, now, tomorrow, as I understand, you are going to consider the possibility of uh, moving the election uh, office 
out of the downtown where we were talking earlier, and I selfishly was pointing out how convenient it is for, for me personally to vote downtown, and now I've got to go halfway to uh, Andover to get that vote. <laughs> no, not true. Not so true. The election office, <laughs> the election office being considered, the, the move is, is just for the admin functions. Well, they will do some early voting at the admin election office, but the old county courthouse where we do elections now, that, that will still maintain as a, as a polling site. Um, and, you know, we, what the election commissioner has, has loudly proclaimed and what we at the BOTC agree is the best way to increase access to voting is more polling sites. We've got to have more polling sites. And Laura Rainwater, who does a terrific job, she's, she has to plan to get us up over 100 polling sites in Sedgwick County. And uh, so where you're voting now and, and those that vote downtown, uh, the old county courthouse will still be a polling site uh, long into the future. So, But, but do, you do, have a, do you have a building in mind, a specific building? Uh, do you know? We do. Yeah, we're going to entertain a purchase agreement uh, for a building at 3639 North Coma Terrace Street. This is in north, northeast Wichita. It's a great building, 46,000 square feet. It meets all the needs for parking. It's on a bus route for transit. There's not a whole lot of remodel that's going to have to, have to happen in this building. But what most people don't understand is, is the county has been looking for an election office since 2018. And, and there's a very tight set of stipulations and, and uh, requirements and conditions that need to be met for an elections office. And it's been very difficult to find that in the downtown core at a reasonable price that we that we can pay for an election office. So we feel like we found a great building. We feel like we've got a good price with it. Not going to be a lot of remodel. Uh, so this is going to check off a big need that they've been working on since 2018. Uh, all right. What else? Is there any one or two other things you'd like to mention about the meeting tomorrow? I say there was not. Yeah, I under I question whether there's a meeting. A, a Rodney Price, who covers the meeting for, is not going to be able to cover it tomorrow. And that's for me. There's well, no meeting. Like, well, yeah, it looks like you'll have to come. Maybe oh, we can have speak to... in public agenda. I don't think so. <laughs> there are a couple other big things. It's a big meeting, and everything on this agenda is important. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about a new emergency communications pay plan uh, to help stabilize workforce in our 911 center. We're going to talk about uh, the ARPA agreement, the sub. Uh, the sub-agreement uh, with KDAD for the state for the new mental health hospital. We're going to go over that and, and, and finalize some of the some of the paperwork for the $25 million SPART grant with ARPA. It will be used towards these funds. So it's a big day. We're going to also hear the appraiser's annual report of uh, property value trends in Sedgwick County. So we're going to hear about, you know, what, where are we going to use as a baseline as we go into the 25-25 budget is, is property value. So there's a lot tomorrow. We'll have to pack a lunch, but uh, we'll get some good work done. Yeah, my, my suggestion to you is uh, use your leadership qualities and just say next week we're not going to do that much. <laughs> well, if I'd get away with that, I think we'd do it. But I, 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 <laughs> make, it, I make, that, uh, make it kind of arbitrary. We just want only yeah. t- tell, tell Stoles, I only want three items, okay? <laughs> three items, that's it. We have a limit. Well, we'd have to have more than one meeting a week if we went that route. There's a lot going on in Sedgwick County. Most of it is good. Yeah. And uh, I'm happy to be at the table to shape these outcomes. Well, I, I could come down and be an honorary commissioner one day, but uh, when I sit in a meeting like that, about 10 minutes, maybe five minutes in, Ted, maybe, maximum. Maybe. Yeah. I'll be over there sawing <laughs> logs, baby. I'll be throwing out the Z's. Uh, it would make for good TV. You're welcome anytime you want. <laughs> it would. You're correct. All right. Thank you, sir. And uh, have a good week. We'll talk with you next week this time. All right. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Have a great week. Sedgwick County Commission Sheriff Ryan Beatty. He's got a good sense of humor like that. And uh, sounds like he's got his his, uh, fingers on the controls down there. So far, anyway.
741, Steve and Ted in the morning coming up. The Wichita Tell Business. Us what we elected him for. Yeah. Uh, Wichita Business Journal update. Self-employed professionals may be eligible for a lucrative tax credit. That's all the way. Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives. Streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Steve and Ted in the morning, KNSS. 7.46 here on this Tuesday morning. 31 degrees. Three big things. Three. West Coast is again pounded by heavy rain and snow. Two. Nikki Haley and Donald Trump squaring off in South Carolina Republican primary. One. Three-month-old baby dead. Two women critically injured after shooting in southeast Wichita. Three big things. Steve and Ted on KNSS. Heavy traffic northbound I-235 approaching I-135 and the road construction there. Looks like that uh, heavy traffic goes almost all the way back to K-96 at the moment. So uh, things running pretty slowly right now. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers. Sunny today with a high of 70 degrees. Going to be, again, like spring today, but even warmer than yesterday. 70 for a high today. Yesterday's high. Uh, was 56 here in Wichita. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 42. Wednesday, partly sunny. Tomorrow's high, 72 degrees. Now partly cloudy, calm, no wind, and 31 degrees. You know what makes a great gift? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with great gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas in historic Delano. Stephen Ted of the morning here on this Tuesday, and... Uh, NASA is looking to simulate a year-long mission to Mars and is already looking for volunteers. Fox on set. NASA is putting up Martians Wanted signs, the space agency looking for volunteers to simulate a year-long mission to Mars. It's part of the CHAPIA program, known as Crew Health and Performance Exploration Analog, where chosen volunteers will live in a 3D-printed habitat in Houston, simulating Mars challenges like spacewalks, crop growth, and tech failures. But you'll need a science, technology, engineering, or math doctorate, as well as pilot training. NASA says ideal candidates will also be non-smokers ages 30 to 55 years old and also need the candidates to be proficient in English for effective communication and who hold a strong desire for unique, rewarding adventures and interest in contributing to NASA's work to prepare for the first human journey to Mars. And yes, you're paid. 
the deadline to apply April 2nd. The mission is scheduled to kick off in the spring of next year. With Fox on Tech, I'm Jeff Manasso, Fox News. In local business news from the Wichita Business Journal, the self-employed professionals might be missing out on a lucrative tax credit. The deadline to claim that potential benefit is fast approaching. The credits for sick leave and family leave for certain self-employed individuals originated in March of 2020, part of the Families First Coronavirus Response Act during the initial response to the pandemic. The tax credits open to any professional who paid self-employment taxes in 2019 and 2020 apply to anyone who had to take time off work to quarantine, to care for another person who quarantined, or to care for children while schools were closed, among other items. Local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. Boeing and Thai Airways announced this morning, just an hour or so ago, the flagship carrier placed an order for 45 787 Dreamliners as the airline looks to modernize and grow its wide-body fleet and international network. Thai Airways selected the 787-9 to support its long-term strategy to renew and expand its fleet with more efficient jets, as well as open new routes to support high demand for air travel across Southeast Asia. And Boeing and Royal Brunei Airlines today announced the airline's purchase of four 787 Dreamliners to renew its wide-body fleet. That's Royal Brunei Airways. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS and... uh, Ted, I noticed on, on Facebook today that you posted something that happened 40 years ago on this night, or maybe it was maybe it was yesterday, uh, in 1984, the final night for movies at the Boulevard Theater at yeah. Lincoln and George Washington Boulevard. And the movie I was, went to that movie. Did I went you? that night. How come? You just, but just you didn't know so was, I could see the last show oh, at the did, Boulevard. You knew it was going to be the last one. Yep. It was what? Strange Invaders. Yeah, terrible movie. And Paul was the was the guy who was in uh, American Graffiti. American Graffiti. Yeah. Okay, that's an interesting interesting place. Um, and I I go back to some of my earliest earliest memories. We lived at uh, uh, in 1955 56. We lived in the 700 block of South Spruce, mm-hmm. which is just you know down the, around the corner mm-hmm. uh, from the boulevard. So right there on that corner, we had the grocery store, the market. And you had a Dairy Queen there. Did you remember the Dairy Still Queen? there. Still there. And across the street, you had that giant Sears store. Yeah. And they had a, a standard service station there. And the service station was uh, not only a full service station, it was a big one. I don't remember that. That well, predates me. It may have gone away by the time you were there. But uh, it's actually my dad worked in there. Uh, they trained people. They trained dealers and people who were taking over service stations in that place. And so it, that was, you know, that's uh, I have a good memory there. My dad, we had a one bicycle for four guys. We went down there to uh, fix a tire mm-hmm. on the bicycle. Of course, my dad did all the patching and everything. Got back in. Now here you put the air in it, and I put the air in there, and I didn't stop till that thing exploded. Oh wow! <laughs> Boom! <laughs> and that's one of the things where your dad just looks at you and shakes his head. Oh, what a nitwit! But anyway, so my brothers and I did talk about the the boulevard. What a great theater! It's on. There's like a. It's on the end of a like a what a big Y shaped uh, yeah or V shaped center. Of Washington Boulevard, Boulevard is a diagonal yeah, road and yeah. it starts there at the Boulevard and and, and it had a little shopping center there and over right across the little alleyway you had the the, the library on one side of it right yeah. and then on the other end you had our, our doctor's office was there and in the Boulevard my brothers and I would go down there on Saturday mornings and the place would be 
packed. The Boulevard Plaza. Packed with kids to see, like, Hopalong Cassidy serials, Lash LaRue, Buck Rogers. And we would sit there. At, it was like pandemonium. They would sit there, and they wouldn't show. They wouldn't start it until everybody was crazy. And the kids started started stomping on the, the floor. I remember this so well. We want a show. And the chat would go high, and the chant would go higher and higher and build to a crescendo. And all of a sudden, bang, they would throw it up, and popcorn boxes would fly all over the place. And people would cheer. What an experience. Now, after there was a theater, uh, for a while, was it a workout place? Yeah, it was a gym for a while. Yeah, yeah. And it turned into a, it's kind of a meeting venue recently in the last few years at a time. And my, my niece, uh, uh, Sarah, actually did, she, she was getting married and she did a sort of a civil ceremony in there. And so we were there for, yes, my brother's uh, little girl. And we were there, Shelly and I. And all of a sudden, my sister in law comes down the aisle to me. This is before it starts. It says, uh, Steve, uh, the uh, person who was going to do this service is not here. And we don't have any notes or anything, and we were wondering if you could do do this. I took a couple of notes and stood up there in front of these people. I don't know what I did, Ted. I had lived for about 10 minutes. And oh, apparently... That's why they came to you. Apparently, they liked it. But anyway, <laughs> I did a wedding ceremony in there. How about that? And you had great memories of that, you and your brothers well, and your sister. I, I saw Walt Disney's Fantasia there. Yeah. Me and, oh, my yeah. brothers, me and my brothers all went and saw Raiders of the Lost Ark there yeah. for the first time. What my a... mom worked the box office at the boulevard for a few years. Oh, she did? Yep. Well, that's neat. I think oh, that was it. one of her first jobs. That was a little slice of Wichita for you, the Boulevard Theater. All right, Ted, today is national. Yeah, I went to the final showing at the boulevard. I went to the final showing of the Crest. The Crest. Oh, up on Douglas. All right. Today is uh, National Muffin Day. Bakeries offer these single-serving quick breads in several sizes, from mini-sized, bite-sized muffins and jumbo ones to the flavored muffin tops. They also have a, a variety, a variety of nutritional value. Blueberry, what do you you have a favorite muffin flavor? Top of the muffin to you? Yeah, I like a good chocolate chip muffin. Chocolate chip, blueberry. I like blueberry. Blueberry muffin's a classic. I really like the cream cheese muffin. Ooh, that's it's, also you a don't good find one. Find a good one very often. All right, National Muffin Day. All right, coming up, we've got uh, Stephen Ted in the morning here. The eight cornbread muffin. Cornbread, not bad. Cornbread. At the 8 o'clock hour with Stephen Ted. Stay with us. We have uh, a lot to share with you this morning. We have all the news, including a tragedy of a shooting in southeast Wichita. And uh, Ted's going to have uh, Ted's going to have sports coming up, as always. Right, Ted? Yeah, we'll check in on the K-State men's basketball game last night on the road. We'll hear from Coach Tang coming up in sports. Plus entertainment news, the blur. Yep, we'll get you going on your entertainment news. That'll be at 8.35 this morning. We have traffic and weather. Stay with us in the 8 o'clock hour. Steve and Ted on 98.7 and 13.30 KNSS. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.